Welcome to the Rhythms Podcast. I'm Brian Wise, the editor of the magazine, and my guest in this podcast, as we approach Christmas Day, is Paul Kelly, who's already written one of the great Christmas-related songs with How to Make Gravy. That classic features on Kelly's new album, A Christmas Train, an eclectic mix that includes guests such as Vicar and Linda Bull, Dan Kelly, Alice Keith, Lior, Casey Chambers, Emma Donovan, Marlon Williams, Waleed Ali, and more. Let's hear a little now of How to Make Gravy as it appears on Christmas Train, and then we'll talk to Paul Kelly. of December Now they're ringing the last bells If I get good behaviour I'll be out of here by July Won't you kiss my kids on Christmas Day Please Don't let them cry for me Let's talk about the, the Christmas album, the Christmas Train album. I assume that when you were young, Christmas might have been quite similar to mine in a way. Midnight Mass and then big gatherings with families on Christmas Day. Would that have been a sort of the usual pattern every year at Christmas time? Yeah. I think the Midnight Mass came in a bit later. I think when I was growing up, um, it was still not... I remember Midnight Mass more at Easter than at Christmas, but it might have. A long time ago, but yeah, big, big family gatherings from a big family, and you know, um, eight, eight of us siblings and big clan, lots of cousins. Um, so yeah, Christmas Day's always been. Um, as a child, it was it was uh, yeah, fun, chaotic, exciting, mysterious. These days, we tend to celebrate Christmas on more on Christmas Eve. That's with, um, you know, with my siblings and their, our children and their children. So three generations and we'll get together and, you know, bring food and stumble our way through carols. Christmas Day, people tend to, uh, everyone goes off to all the separate families with their partners and so on. I guess it's kind of changed in some ways, hasn't it? The context of Christmas Day has changed for a lot of people, hasn't it? I mean, I guess it does as you grow older, as you have families and things like that. It changes over the years, doesn't it? Yeah, but of course, when you have children, it's always keeps renewing because you know children love Christmas. So yeah, you know, with my own children, Christmas has always been exciting. Now they're all grown up, and they, you know, they got kids, um, and those so it's now exciting for the the grandchildren. So it sort of keeps renewing. As a a grandparent, you get to buy the grandchildren the presents that you wish you'd been bought when you were young, perhaps as well, and you can get to play with them as well. Oh, uh, yeah, not not so much. You know, they put in their orders. They they put in their orders. Or no, I tend to, I, you know, I just do my research with the parents and say, you know, what's well, what do they want? No, no, you know, different different presents to what I would have had as a kid. Yeah, it's a different world. 
Hey, the latest edition of The Monthly contains an essay, and quite an extensive essay that you've written titled O Carols, as opposed to Chuck Berry's O Carol, and a selection of songs which I presume are are some of your favourites as a Christmas stocking of songs. And it it reminds me that this uh, double album you you put out, this is quite a large project. This is something that you could sort of sit down and uh, churn out in in a couple of weeks. This is a very big project. Yeah, it's been been brewing for quite a while um, over the last few years. Thinking about it, we've recorded some of the songs um, um, earlier than earlier than uh, in, you know a couple two or three years ago. Um, uh, the the song "Christmas Must Be Tonight" was recorded eighteen years ago. So that that was that was for a Christmas charity record, but we didn't really appear anywhere else. So that's on the record too. But I guess the real you know sort of in some ways it goes all the way back to. Um, 2007, when I was doing a um, radio, radio Christmas radio show mm. with my son Declan on Triple R, mm. uh, he had a, a weekly regular show for quite a few years called Against the Arctic, and then he invited me one Christmas to come and do a, a Christmas special, two hours, and, and that was fun. So and then we, you know, we're going to ask to do it again, and we continued for five years doing these Christmas shows. So. In the course of that, we didn't want to, you know, repeat ourselves too much. So in the course of that, we 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 discovered a lot of a lot of um, a lot of Christmas songs, and that's sort of when I probably went deeper and deeper into researching and finding out more about Christmas songs. And and also my friend um, Brian Nancurvis, who's from from Rockwiz, who they they would do a Christmas special each year, and we, we would often talk about songs, and and he he loves lists. Like I do, so we know we often still do, you know, swap. You know, have you heard this Christmas song? So we still swap songs. So over the years, I've built up this huge sort of playlist on my computer, on my iTunes, <laughs> of Christmas songs. So it was, you know, drawing drawing on that for, for material for for this record. But it had been in my mind for a while to to do something like this with a with an array of different singers. Well, the choice of songs in the monthly article is uh, some of them. Um, I think a couple of them appear on your on the album, but uh, it's a very interesting selection. Like on the album, it's a very eclectic selection. I have to say, it was interesting that you, you chose the Bob Dylan song "Must Be Santa," which I hated when it when it first came out. That album, but somehow I've been drawn to it because of the enthusiasm of it, but sometimes that's the the trick with Christmas songs, isn't it? Yeah, I think like also why I really like that, that song too is the clip, the the video is yeah. very funny. So um, that's a, that sort of makes it, you know, Bob Dylan wandering around with his hat on and all the mayhem going on around him. <laughs> I, th- I think Target used it as um, a theme for one of their ads. I hope, um, I hope he got paid a lot of money for it. I'm sure he did oh, pay, he uh, paid a lot of money. Knowing Bob. So that selection reflects the eclecticism of the selection on the Christmas Train album. How difficult was it to hone that list down? I mean, it is a large list. There are 22 songs, but how, how difficult was it to hone it down to 22? I, I don't know. It, it was, you know, my, I, I just thought, um, yeah, it wasn't that hard. I guess, it's, sorry, it's not a very good answer, but I don't know. It wasn't that hard. I don't know if I had a whole lot more extra songs that I wanted to do on, on my Christmas album. I mean, right. you know, I've got the Christmas playlist. I, 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 know, I know and love a lot of great Christmas songs. But I, I felt with the songs that 
were chosen, and you know, I, I chose most of them, but not all of them. Some of them, you know, were well. Alice Keith was a big part of the record in many ways. So she she suggested Coventry Carol, and she came up with um, the Latin hymn about Saint Nicholas called Internet Hodier. You know, that was we'd recorded everything and uh, thought it was all done, and, and suddenly realised I don't have a Santa song, and uh, yeah, I wasn't going to do the, the Dylan one. I don't have a Santa song. I was talking to Alice and we started talking about Saint Nicholas, who's the you know who who was sort of the the forerunner of Santa, you know, bishop from the fourth century, uh, who was known for his good deeds and gift giving. And uh, next day, Alice rings up and says, "Oh, I found this um, 14th century hymn about Saint Nicholas. It's in Latin. I've had a go at um, playing it and singing it." And she sent it to me, and it's it's pretty much what's on the record, you know. She uh, she turned she sort of turned it into a folk song. She played guitar, and then uh, yeah, I loved it. And I said, "Oh, that's great!" And so she went and you know, polished it up a bit more and added violin and another harmony, and we had the track. So yeah, a song like that I had had nothing to do with, and that was just one of those surprises that, that, that turned up making the record. But most of them, I, I sort of you know, I had I knew I wanted some carols. Silent Night was always a definite walk up because it's my favourite Christmas song. Little Drummer Boy is a big family Christmas song when we do carols. And Arthur McBride, you know, been, that have been lurking around in my mind for quite a while. I mean, the only thing to do with Christmas with that song was that it takes place on Christmas Day. Mm. Uh, it's a great song. Um, yeah, it, it was... Um, I didn't have a whole lot left over. That I, was, oh, I wish I'd done that. Maybe there was maybe this... Maybe this time by Ron Sexsmith was um, was one I thought of uh, would be good, but you know maybe next year. <laughs> um, I mean, what the, another the good thing about you know having records out and streaming services and so on is that you can add. And uh, so I imagine I could add another uh, another another song to it next year, and, and maybe you know maybe maybe add a song a year and mm. just keep it going, freshen it up. <laughs> How important also was it to cover different cultures, you know, as we sort of become more aware of what's going on around us? You obviously were aware of that and you wanted to cover different, you know, cover different bases in that regard as well. Well, I, you know, I knew about um, the chapter in the Quran that, about Mary and Jesus. So we were well aware for a long time that Islam honours Jesus as a prophet and the, and the story they tell is a very similar one, you know right down to an angel um, appearing to Mary and saying, you're going to have a special child. And she says, no, how can that be? I've never been with a man. So very striking similarities to the Christian story. So I thought that we really should have some, you know, something that represents 
represents that. I mean, that's uh, it's a real a great way, I thought, to open up Christmas uh, with a Christmas story. So I contacted Waleed Ali and um, started, you know, discussing that. I mean, he was a bit surprised at first when I said, do you want to be in my Christmas record? But, uh, you know, we had a, you know, which, you know, he helped me a lot work, working out how to do it and discussing discussing what to do. And, of course, with um, Leo singing a Hebrew song, to, to me that was a, a real obvious connection as well because Jesus had strong strong links to Judaism. He was Jewish. He, you know, he quoted from the Torah. So I thought, well, why not include this on you know, try and find something that's going to work on a Christmas album from the three, the three, one, you know, three, three big cultures that believe in, in one God. Make those links. Uh, I was excited to do that. Couldn't have, you know, the the Hebrew link wasn't quite as direct because there wasn't really, uh, you know, that that story in Judaism. But and I thought about Hanukkah, you know, because Hanukkah's a you know, Hanukkah's around the time of Christmas, but that 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 wasn't right. It was not not the right commemoration, not the right theme. Uh, then my, my partner, Sean, is Jewish, suggested this song, or prayer, called Shalom Aleichem. And, you know, it's a beautiful song. It sounds like a carol. The, the English, the, the translations in English talks of uh, ministering angels and peace and kings. So I thought, that's perfect. And um, he so rang up Lior. Again, he thought, what? You want me to be in a Christmas record? So, you know, again, we... we we, we talked about a way to do that as well. That turned out really, that turned out really well with both of them. They were good sports. I, I mentioned that uh, Christmas, sort of, we see Christmas in a different context. Of course, people, you know, it's not always a time of uh, joy and cheer for everybody. And you've already written one of the great Christmas songs about that in How to how to Make Gravy, haven't you? It's just not all, uh, you know, there are different emotions at Christmas time. I guess you become aware of them if, depending uh, on your circumstances, don't you? Yeah. yeah, well, then you know that a lot of lot of lot of Christmas songs. Uh, I mean, the, the the big, I guess the big daddy of them all of Christmas songs. What you know, White Christmas, first first done by Ben Crosby, is a song about not being there for Christmas. So there's a whole genre you could say of Christmas songs that are about not being there or wanting to be there or longing to be there or you can't be with the one you love. You know, the OJ's Christmas. Mm. There's no Christmas without the one you love. So that's very much part of Christmas. And I think it's also, you know, for songwriters, it's a way of writing about Christmas is, is what, you know, writing about the longing to be there, which was, which is a way of, I guess, intensifying the feeling. But it's, but it's true. It's true in our lives as well. You know, for various reasons, people can't, can't be with the ones they love on Christmas day and or around Christmas. And it's a source of sorrow. Let me just quickly ask you about a couple of the songs because I know we haven't got much time. Christmas Baby, Please Come Home, originally done by Darlene Love on Phil Spector's Christmas album, I reckon is one of the best Australian renditions of a Christmas song ever. Linda does a sensational job on that song. Oh, she sure does. Um, we, we, were, we had that song pretty well in our, bo- in our bones and muscles, I guess, because we've been playing it as our, as our closing song on, on the Making Gravy shows over the last few years. So that was sort of one of the first songs on the list. She and Vicar came in, they did their songs on the same day. The way we just set up generally with all the artists who sang, we, they came into the studio, the band, we'd rehearse the song, had it ready for them, so they could just walk in and sing. And that's, Vicar and Linda came in on the same day. They both got their songs down in first or second take. They were, they were done and dusted, the two of them. We had two songs done in four hours. Christmas Train, the title track, and 
and Christmas baby, please come home. So, and the, 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 both of them in their own way sort of just smashed it out of the park. Yeah, she certainly did. And look, Casey Benetto's song, Swing Around the Sun, you know, it sounds like a classic from the 30s or 40s, doesn't it? It's like a, you, you think you've heard it before, but uh, it's a terrific song to, to include. Oh, it's a beautiful song. He's, you know, he's a great songwriter and he, he sort of can write any kind of song. Well, I heard that song at one of his uh, Christmas shows, Be- Bella Union Christmas mm-hmm. shows, which he has every year. And I'd gone down to sing something at it and uh, I heard he, he sang that song with the band and I said, what's that one? Where, you get, you know, who wrote that one? He said, oh, I did. He said, oh, that's good. Would you, would you consider um, you know, maybe letting me record it? And this is about five, five or six years ago. He said, sure. He sent me a demo of it and, uh, and, the, and some, sh- some chord, chord chart. We needed a chord chart. There's, about, there's 19 chords in that song. I counted them up, I think. How it sort of goes everywhere and modulates. It's really fun to play. It is, it is a great song because sometimes you think of Casey as, you know, he, he writes a lot of very humorous songs, but this is just in sort of a classic mode. Yeah, but it's got, you know, it's got that wit. It's definitely got Casey's wit all through it, which, which I really like. You know. Christmas comes but once a year And that's a lucky break For when it comes It leaves a trail of chaos in its wake Miles of scrunched up paper Yards of burning skin An alcoholic vapor round the yellow littered bin So when the day is over And your relatives have flown Sink into your sofa with an atom painted groan but come what may on Boxing Day Don't let the second slip For a grand new year adventure I know the perfect trip Let's swing Swing Around the sun Around the sun Let's head out there on January 1 We'll ride around the circuit by now, you know the way. It's an oldie, but a goodie. It's our funders from the lake, so play a bar. From that well-worn repertoire, let's do another donut round that great big star. We might as well, I think it could be fun Let's swing around the sun Every year's a battleground Paul, there's one from, I guess from left field for, for a lot of people would be that Christmas, the, the large number 12 She must have had your ear pretty close to the ground to, to come up with that in a Chris and Wes Harrington song well, they're friends of mine, and I've, you know, I've seen the large number twelve over the years many times, and and spend time spend time with Chris and Wes, and uh, we we watch we we like watching chess cricket together. We we go often go to Bill Miller's place to watch the cricket. Uh, 
you know, often pull the guitars out, have a sing. Um, they wrote that song in 2003. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I've been aware of it for a long time. And uh, I just sort of had it had it uh, earmarked to do. Um, that's one of the songs that we recorded about three years ago. I asked them if we could, we could do it. So at one of our, one of our sessions, um, we, uh, we recorded it and um, sort of it's a, it's a put beauty. it in the odd sock store. Yeah. It, it's, it's terrific. Yeah. And um, I particularly like your version of Arthur McBride. You talked about that before, which Paul Brady did, but that is, that is a great song. It's a great song, and uh, the Paul Brady version is sort of so definitive in a way. It's, it's, it's a virtuosic performance by Paul. It's, I've loved it. Of course, an album like this is tied to a particular time of the year, but the great thing is it comes back every year. It's going to last for a long time, isn't it? As you said, you can add to it if you want to. Yeah, Christmas comes around every year. That's such a, such a great thing. There'll be more. There'll be new, more Christmas records. Yeah, they just they just keep on coming. Well, this is certainly a very enjoyable one, and uh, congratulations and uh, thanks for taking the time to talk to me. Thanks, Brian. No worries. Christmas up where I came from. New Year's Eve. With my new friends Christmas up where I came from New Year's Eve With my new friends It was fun living on the dream That's Paul Kelly from his Christmas Train album and a version of the song Christmas originally recorded by the large number 12s. We also heard during our chat, Swing Around the Sun, a Casey Bonetto composition, Lior singing on Shalom Alaikum, and as well as that, a little bit of How to Make Gravy, the classic Paul Kelly Christmas-related song. Thanks for listening to the Rhythms Podcast. You can read about Paul Kelly in the January-February edition, which also contains a special feature on the 30th anniversary of Woe Adelaide. And you can check out the Rhythms website at rhythms.com.au.